Okay, welcome to the first episode of Aaron Calling in 2021. Oh, wow. It sounds like a zip code. <laughs> I feel like everyone should have to say it that way. 2021. Just Life. because we've heard enough about 2020. Yeah. Correct. Uh, well, in 2021, excuse me. I'm sorry, 2021. Yes, I just moved in next door. 2021, <laughs> yes. It's also the uh, the number to my uh, uh, ATM card. So we're good. That's right. <laughs> you guys want my savings, meager as they may be? Just type in 2021. <laughs> Money will just come flying out of the machine. Um, we are... Uh, um, we're going to have a existential, we call it our Frasier conversation tonight. <laughs> uh, I know I, I, I called you Frasier a little bit ago, but is that correct? Would you be Frasier and I would be Niles? I don't know. I think we're going to, well, they were both psychiatrists, right? In the show? Uh, I be- yes, yes. Yeah, I think so, right? So, so the only difference we're is, having I guess, a, Frasier was older, we're, right? We're having an equal psychiatric conversation here. Correct. And I'd like to preface this conversation by saying this is the biggest first world issue in the world. Absolutely. That's a bit redundant. But still, Absolutely. it's one that if, if we said that we were going to have a uh, podcast about collecting uh, music in various formats, then, um, then it's a topic worth discussing. Yes. I think especially, yeah, because you, you nailed it, with the, especially with multiple formats at play. <laughs> uh, what we're about to talk about is going to get, it's going to get, uh, it's going to get real. So basically, let me sum this up by a very short story, uh, and that will lead into our, uh, our, our brain meld via <laughs> Skype. <laughs> so over the holidays, uh, Emily and I decided that we like didn't really need to get each other just more you know, tchotchke gifts, you know, AKA right. crap <laughs> for yep. Christmas. Right. And, um, and so I was like, what if we, we've been in our house for almost six years, I think. And like, there's rooms we haven't painted, like there's some things we've done, but we just haven't gotten around other things. And the one is where all the records are, because when we moved in, I just sort of went, Oh, <laughs> and put all the records in there. <laughs> right. <laughs> I never, you know, I, I just have been, Multiple times this year in the pandemic, because I'm home so much, I'm working in that room. And so finally, I was like, we should just paint and finally get some things framed and hangs and hung on the walls and all that stuff. Yeah. So we we decided to to paint all the walls. And then I redid all of my entertainment center and was able to I pulled the old one out. So I put my Calyx um, uh, Ikea shelves. I've got two of them. I put those on their side so I can put my record player and everything on top of that. I mounted our yep. TV and it all looks really nice. We repainted and everything. So, right. However, in order to do that, I had to take boxes, right? <laughs> so I, I had to box up all my records and then move them <laughs> to another room. And I had to label the boxes because if you recall earlier in the year, I finally got around to getting them properly organized. Right. Okay. Right. So I move them all down there. And then I move them back up. Well, I have another problem, which is that I have these crates of records that need to be filed, but I don't have anywhere to fit them because right. all my <laughs> shelves are jam-packed. So right. I was giving myself space to leave the ability to like, oh, I just bought a new record that starts with B, which I don't know why, but I have so many Bs. <laughs> 
this is it's oh this is so good it's so dumb you've already touched so on bees. like three of the things i just like tangents i wanted to get on but go That's ahead right. <laughs> okay so i spaced them all out and i was like this looks nice and then i realized i had three boxes full and there's probably 60 in each box okay <laughs> oh it's full the worst records feeling that i don't know where they're gonna go and i've oh, already yeah, bought yeah. two new shelf things this year and so right. I will credit this a bit to kind of pandemic overload where I think sure. I just didn't know what to do. And, and so I just bought a bunch of records. And I also think right. it was a good opportunity as we've discussed all, all of 2020. If you were a record buyer was an interesting opportunity to support small businesses and artists. And so yes. it's um, that's how I choose to sort of, you know, I'm not a big like fancy restaurant guy, no offense to right. you, but like, so I don't right. really like be like, oh, I need to make sure I got gift certificates to the best, like, you know, expensive restaurant, which I sure. think is great for people to do. But for me, right. it's like, oh, cool. I'm just going to buy all these records. So correct. So I have a problem. And mm -hmm. so that got me thinking. My existential crisis is. Right. <laughs> what does one do? This is basically the topic of this. After all that. What yes. does one do when the collection is sort of it's just too big? Right. And for me, it's sort of, it becomes sort of a push and pull between a collection and, a, and curation, if you will. And yes, I, I talk a lot about this with people I know that have a lot of records and, and things, because I'm like, at what point are you a collector or a curator? Like a collector just kind of keeps everything right. and a curator kind of goes through and pulls it out. And I think it'd be fascinating to have some sort of like documentary on like people that just collect like massive collections and like right you, you could juxtapose people that do well with keeping everything versus people that sort of you know thin the herd and and how right. do they go about and then to me the other thing would be interesting is sort of the do people that keep everything feel bad about it and then the people that thin their herd how do they go about <laughs> doing it do you know what i mean right right and so I think the first thing, and and then I'll 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 throw something at you here. So like, sure. if I'm thinking, so if I've been buying records for 20 years, which I have since college, right. yep. um, probably more like 25 years, but um, and there is, and I and I I don't stick to a genre, so I've got all right. kinds of different records. Right. Like, at what point do you keep? Like, <laughs> what? At what point do you keep certain records? And are there genres that I need to start phasing out to make room for where my tastes are going now? Right. Right. Like, do I keep all of my entire catalog of less than Jake records if what I'm listening to now is nothing but Ornette Coleman? Yes. I like that both your examples have saxophone in them still. Right. So right. I can still make a still make a reason to keep the less than Jake. I actually right. only have one less than Jake right. album. And it's not even a good album, but it is a box it's a seven inch box set of forty fives for like Hello Rock View and I got it for free when I worked at Capitol. Nice. And I think all the time I should sell it, but but it's like 
again, it has there like you a go. sentimental value, you know? And right. so that one hurts. Like, I don't know that I could do it, but I've definitely sold things with sentimental value. But like, um, sure. But also to that one over the years, because I got that in college. So it has not, the moving of multiple locations after college has not treated the box uh, right. you know, that goes around the records very well. So I'm sort of like, eh, right. I'm not even going to get like that that much for it. But right. I think a good example is, so um, let me set this up even even further. Yep. Classic rock. Like, do yeah. I need classic rock records? Because, right. um, <laughs> like, I don't really listen to them. I think it's great right. that I have them. Right. But um, so all that. Um, so I've been listing stuff in Discogs all weekend. And yep. I had a whole crate record full of Queen records that yep. I set aside for myself when I bought a collection. And I would pull like the best ones out and be like, okay, I'm going to keep these. And never, and that was months ago, six months right. ago, never have I once said, I need to pull that Queen record out and listen to it. You know what right. I mean? And I was like, <laughs> and it's a crate. And I was like, I don't know. I don't need a cube of cues right. in my house that I'm never going to listen to. You know what I mean? It'd be, it would basically right. be Queen, Queens of the Stone Age. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? I will pull <laughs> right. probably Queens of the Stone Age off, but not the Queen record. So, like, I think the older I get and the more I'm, in, like, the more I'm sort of finding out, not finding out, the more I'm dipping into, like, new genres and stuff. Like, right. I'm wondering if, like, those things that we hang on to you know what I mean? If it's just one song or two songs or it just feels cool to have in the collection, like if that makes sense to hold on to. Right. I mean, I would say, you know, I being much newer to the, the game, uh, of record collecting, um, from my vantage point, the thing I've done in the last little bit is like really start looking at the fact that like, and I think it's probably, there's probably like stages of, which is probably some of what we're talking about here. There's probably like stages of collecting. And this probably goes for like, I don't know. You could probably make this analogy for like, if you collected uh, cross-stitch things from like 1942 little, little, or little whatever. Little like the little Christmas villages, do you know what I mean? Right. Like all of our moms <laughs> Right, collect. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, like yeah, a Star yeah, Wars yeah. figures or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, at what point are you just buying the thing because it's there versus uh a thing that is you know like you said like you had all that queen and by all rights it's not like you're saying i think queen is not good or i don't like queen it's just like i don't on the regular i don't listen to queen and then suddenly you find out Wow, really? On the regular, I do not listen to Queen. <laughs> yeah, and but, I don't know why, but I don't. Yep, you know, and uh, it's well, a, it's weird. Do and they're right. willing to pay for it. You know Correct. What I mean? It's like that copy of the jazz record I had with the poster. Yep. I sold in like two minutes for right. forty bucks, and I was like, "Dang it, right. I should have charged more." But yeah. Uh, <laughs> But that's like my first thought when something sells fast. I'm like, oh, dang it. But um, yeah, but uh, I actually know the guy bought it. He has a store up in um, he has he has a record store up in town. Do you know what I mean? So like, nice. I think I think, yeah, you're right. Like, um, you know, or like another great example is an artist that's been around for like forever. 
Right. And like, you feel like you should always get their albums, but like, you really maybe <laughs> only listen to one or two. And like, right. my example here, which I think I said to you when we were talking about this conversation, is like Bob Dylan. It's like, right. I don't really pull out that much Bob Dylan and listen to it. I have like kind of one or two go to records, kind of like maybe like basement tapes. Do you know what I mean? Like, yep. you, mostly yep. like band oriented stuff, you know? Yep. And uh, I had like live at Budokan or, or something. And like, I just like I tried watching that uh, documentary that came out maybe a year ago or so with the traveling circus or whatever. Yeah. Like I couldn't yeah. even make it all the way through. I was like, I'm exhausted <laughs> by Bob Dylan 40 minutes in, you know. Right. And right. I was like, and so now I'm like, but what's funny is when I go through them, those are harder to part with for some weird reason. And I'm like, uh, and I like to keep his religious ones for some reason, like saved yep. and yeah. Um, those is I think they're just kind of interesting but um right um but but you know uh, there's all these sort of thing i guess when you think about collecting records like i guess everyone has their own opinion on it but sometimes you think oh i should have that because it's sort of a classic when you think right. of buying records you think of like oh i really need to have this dylan record but in reality right. like i don't ever really listen to it do you know what i mean so right. is it silly to have it and i guess my whole thing is when you're letting some things go it makes room for something else you know what i mean and so right. if you're saying i just got rid of five bob dylan records that i don't ever listen to but i just got in all these cool like jazz records that i'm listening to a lot more like to me that seems to make sense and yet it's still so hard to let them off right and that's the weird thing i guess i guess my my illustration for my personal world is that i have because when i've first started doing this like at as you know like carolina soul up up the street for me not literally up street but not far uh you could go in there and find a whole lot of stuff for cheap and like you know because it was like it's it's like catered in a large way towards like jazz and soul um yep. like i found all these like later era uh freddie hubbard records yep. and i i would just at one point i was just like if i found one they were like you know maybe three bucks yeah something like that and i'd be like okay cool yep it didn't matter like at some points it was like it didn't matter it's just like oh cool another freddie hubbard record and now i have a bunch of freddie hubbard records but it's like i listen to like three of them and i have like eight of them <laughs> And you're like, yes, why do I have all those? Like, yes. And then you're like, you're like, man, I'm going to go through and like, listen to them all. And then you don't really. <laughs> yeah. Cause you're like, yep. I don't. So like, even last week, like, since we talked about this, it like renewed my, I was like, yeah, I need to go through and like, there's probably like, maybe I can at a stretch, say four of those are the things that I'm going to, I'm going to dig. Cause they're like really good. And I, I listen and have listened to them multiple times but yeah. like all the rest of it's like yeah i'm not sure that that is a thing i'm gonna listen to a lot you know and and it's even like you know absolutely like you said like some classic rock things it's like do i am i really gonna listen to you know like i don't have any queen and you know like you had some for sale, and I was like, "Ooh, maybe I should." I was like, no, because I felt the same yeah. way. I was like, "I don't, I don't know that I'm gonna," you know. But then, like you and I talked about uh, Led Zeppelin records or whatever, and it's like, "Yeah, I will listen to that." Yeah, but 
but then I won't. I know I won't listen to the Queen record, but I don't know why I yes. won't listen to the Queen record. But I'll also so long and short of it is yes. I think I think personally, if you're getting rid of, you know, say like Bob Dylan, like I think I think I have two Bob Dylan like yeah. on vinyl. I have a couple more on CD, of course. Yeah. Um, which is the other thing here is like some of this is like. You look at it and you're like, am I going to overlap? Am I going to double up everything that I have? Probably uh, not. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, I don't so much. Yeah. I you don't want to do book. that. But yeah. Yeah. I found a CD book recently and I was like, oh my God, this I just bought all these. On, right. You know what I mean? I just bought the records <laughs> right. for all these. Right. And then you're like, <laughs> what do I do now? Because I'm not really going to, you know, for the majority of that, you're not going to get money, like real money for the cd i mean we haven't reached that day yet when it's like you know you're fetching double digits for all the (laughs) all the cd copies you know i mean you know i've definitely sold some crazy price cds but sure it kind of just depends on if they're out of print and you know all that stuff you know um but but uh i think um like uh you know i'm trying to I'm kind of scrolling through the Bob Dylans I have on Discogs right now. And it's like, oh, Bob Dylan at Budokan. Let me take that one out because I just sold it. But, um, (laughs) you know, I mean, like, I've got ones that I like. I really, really like um, Nashville Skyline. You know what I mean? For obvious reasons. Yeah. And, you know, so it's like, yeah, I'll probably keep that one. I know I spent one time I bought this. (laughs) I don't know if I even told you this or not. I bought like this. mofi or mofi i'm not sure yeah how people say it both ways but um, right um like 45 rpm double disc um yeah. really fancy it's like 80 dollars for blonde <laughs> on blonde yep and i was like because this was when i was really getting into like upgrading my gear and i was like i bet yep. this is gonna sound awesome well that record <laughs> is nothing but harmonica right Lots and of harmonica. It's, it's just and shrill harmonica. Shrill harmonica. <laughs> yes. yes. And which you can either blame on my system or you can blame <laughs> on the record. But I remember listening to it the first couple of times and thinking like, oh my gosh. So that was one when I was going through not when in the pandemic and I was kind of logging stuff in and people were paying you know 100 and 150 bucks for it. I was like, yeah, I'm right. listening to that. You know what I mean? And somebody bought it. You know? And yeah. I was like, yeah, this is great. Like it's going to go to somebody who really really likes it. Right, you know, but like, so I'm not gonna buy probably buy a blonde on blonde again. Do you know what I mean? But like, right, you know, I have the weird ones that I like, like Planet Waves, you know, and yep. um, and like I said, the, you know, like the, the Before the Flood. I think that one's worth keeping yep. just because the band's playing on it and all that stuff. But you know, there's a lot of like, uh, yeah, but you know, but I, I you know, and not to just make this whole podcast about Bob Dylan because that's definitely right. not what it's about. But I think another <laughs> right. thing too is. I have found where I have I bought some very interesting records over the years that maybe lean a little more, you know, like independent or whatever, or cool, you know, and like I kind of yeah. remember either buying it at a show or something like that. But man, I haven't <laughs> I haven't listened to that either, you know. Right. And right. those, uh, you know, are almost even tougher because there's sort of like an emotional attachment to it. And I went through this several years ago when the boys were very very young. 
and we wanted a, we thought it'd be great to buy a new camera. Now, the, to date this, this is before cell phones had cameras, right? So that's, right. that's outdated we are here. Right. And I remember I put a copy of, I went through my record collection and, you know, this was kind of back in the eBay bid only days, if, if, right. if, if that makes sense. And so, yep. so going through my collection and, uh, and I'm like, oh, I was like, oh, there's this Death Cab for Cutie record. Do you know what I mean? The first one, the, is the yeah. it's called Photograph or. Uh, yeah. Photo, photo album. Uh, Photo album, and it yeah. had uh, so when you open it up, it had these gigantic prints of uh, Polaroids in there. It had all these inserts yeah. and stuff. I look it up on. Uh, so I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't even want this album. I was like, I, like I tried hard to get in that band. I saw them live. Like nothing worked for me. Like nothing about right. that band. I'm, and I have nothing against people that love them because people that love them, they love them. But it's just not for me. And I remember I put it up to bid on eBay, and it went for like ninety eight dollars. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, what? And so then I really started going <laughs> to my collection and I had a bunch of stuff that there's times when I sort of regret selling it. Like I had a lot of the early up records pressings yep. for Modest Mouse and things like that. Yeah. But uh, here's a great example of one that sold for stupid money, which was the one by one album by Foo Fighters. Do you remember oh, that yeah. record? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I had bought the LP version for some reason and it was a double <laughs> 10 inch. Yes. Which was a really annoying. And and I was like, uh, I don't even know like what songs I like on this album. You know right. what I mean? And I put that one up for a bid and it went really high. And 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 you know, I sold like six hundred dollars with the records and yeah, that's what we went out and bought a really nice camera with, which obviously to get the family memories was much more worth than Correct. having some just modest mouse or you know food right. fighters record laying around but um right but but yeah i mean i'm totally rambling here but i think the <laughs> i this is you are literally like you are you know i said this would be a psychiatric conversation this is right. more like me laying on the couch just talking to you stressing out about <laughs> all my records and, and right. what i'm supposed to do with them but right. but i have this i you know um it's that idea of like, at what point do you cut it loose, you know? And right. this is what's interesting for me. And I don't know if it's this way for you, but I'm sort of like out of sight, out of mind. So here's another interesting thing. So in the, in our room remodel. Yep. Uh, so, so years ago I bought these pioneer HPM 100 speakers and they yep. are like classic rock speakers. Um, and these are the big heavy ones. Yeah. They are massive. Yeah. Yeah. I found them in Tampa, Florida, and we drove them all the way home on while we were on vacation. And it was kind of like our fun little family story or whatever. Well, they're just so big in that room that it, it actually overpowers the sound. So you're right. just getting too much bass, and right. it just doesn't really sound good for that room. And I, I told him, I was like, I think I should just sell these. And it was like, really? And I'm like, I know, <laughs> you know, she was like, but you know, she was like, we drove those all the way back, you know, with, you know, I think right. Cash had to sit right next to all the way back. She, I was like, I know it feels like it's kind of part of the family, but like, I'll never find a good room in our tiny little home for it. Do you know what right. I mean? Like, right. And, um, and you know, and so I put them up and, you know, I sold them in that, a that afternoon for like $700. Yeah. And for wow. me, it's like, okay. And so then I started thinking, well, maybe what I should do is, and this is like kind of blasphemous, but right. maybe I should buy a really nice, like high end 
like streamer, right? Yeah. And hook that up to my vintage system. And so what I'm thinking is when I have that weird thing where I'd be like, it'd be cool for her to queen song. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like I could stream <laughs> right. it in that moment through a certain, through, through equipment that I've really invested in. So I know it's going right. to get the best sound possible for streaming. Right. But, um, but still have room for what I really want to hear, which I think I kind of mentioned this when I was throwing kind of notes at you on, which is part of the problem about buying good gear is that it highlights poor recordings. <laughs> right. Right. And there's records that I love that just don't really sound good, right. you know, on my system, especially as how it is now. And yeah. what sounds really, really great are all these jazz records that I've been buying. Right. And I, I think I'm entering in sort of an old man stage of, right. of mu- musical taste <laughs> at some point. But I would, right. but I would sort of, I would sort of, you know, argue against that by saying, well, it's not really, it's not all, it's not like you know, Duke Ellington or whatever. It's like, you know, right. Jeff Parker, you know what I mean? There's, right. You know, Rob Mazarek, stuff like that, you know? Right. So there's just so much interesting stuff coming out right now. And when I play those, they sound awesome. Do you know what I mean? Right. And, right. Um, and so now I'm finding myself having to think about like, well, if I buy something, there's a great band that I love and I bought their record. I'm not going to say who it is, but like I bought yeah. the record and it was a blue LP and they had autographed it, you know, and I was like, this is cool. It sounds awful. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I just don't want, I, you know, I like, and now I'm like, well, I'll just stream it. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and so, you know, now I'm thinking maybe, maybe that's sort of the case. And then, so my collection is not so much of a, I mean, when you think of your record collection, I know, I know it, it's growing as it is, but like, right. If you think about it in terms of like you no longer being around it, you know what I mean? Like dying. That's not sort of weird, but like, right. You're sort of leaving it to someone. Are you, you know, are, are, have you ever thought, do you want to leave like everything and then be like, what is this? Or, or be like, (laughs) oh man, my dad had all this really cool, like, you know, all this cool stuff. Do you like, right. Almost like, like, at this point in time, there's stuff I'll never sell. So, like, I'm never going to sell, like, a Tribe Called Quest record. Do you know what I mean? Right, I'm, right. You know, and so it's like somebody's going to be going through and finding weird jazz, but then hitting on that and be like, oh, well, that kind of makes sense. You know what I mean? Right, right. But right, then right. them being like, why did he have one Iron Maiden record? Which is what I have right now, and I never listened to it. Do you know what I mean? So I'm like, why do right. I have that Iron Maiden record, you know? <laughs> right. So we could have our first episode. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> You can't get rid of it. That means the first episode. Um, yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I guess I, sometimes I do think like, what are, you know, what are, what are the kids going to think, you know, at some point when they're like, I'm like, well, you know, kids, uh, that's going to be you guys to split or whatever. Ozzy and Eliza, like, there you go. And they're going to be like, man, that's stupid. Look at all that stupid stuff. Like, what did yeah. he <laughs> What was he thinking? I mean, some of it, absolutely. Like some of it, I could look at it and be like, "What was I thinking?" You know. Yeah. Um, I don't. I mean, it's it's weird because I, you know, just the other day I was thinking I was like I was going through, and I'm sure this is like this for anybody who has done this for a while. But you're like, what do I 
you know, is it is it sort of representative of what I listen to, what I like, what I don't like, that kind of thing? It's like, yeah, it is, but it's like, you know, I can find some glaring, obvious things that I'm like, I need I need to have more hip hop in there because I listen to more hip hop than it looks like I do for sure. Yep. But then at the same time, like, but yet again, this is my thing. I'm like, oh yeah, you have this tower of CDs that has. <laughs> you know, uh, a, a plethora of all the yeah. things like, oh, yeah, that's right. Um, and, you know, for me, like, when you guys were here at our homestead, I had everything downstairs in one room. And now, because we have done sort of a similar thing, and I think I told you this, we are, yeah. your setup that you have now is not far from what I think we were actually going to, we were planning on doing too. Um, yeah. So we put, we moved a couple of shelves of things around and so I have my turntable world stereo world and speakers and all that upstairs, which is on a different floor than the big shelf of records. So, uh, it's, it's been interesting because now it's like, I have to like, you know, it sounds like, again, it sounds terrible to say like, oh God, I have to go down. I have to go down six stairs, guys, to get <laughs> records. And then I got to go back up the six stairs. Oh, my knees. Um, but it's like, you know, now I go downstairs and I, I like grab a record, go back up. And it's like, it's funny because like, I'll, I'll just leave the ones that I pulled in the new shelf. It's like, that's where like my little holding spot goes. And then when yeah. it fills up, I'll take it back downstairs and then refile everything yeah but it's like i don't i i've been more conscious lately of like what comes up with me and what doesn't come up with me that's now granted good, that's a good I've been, method i've been getting a lot of records i've been buying things and all that but at the same time it's just it's just funny to be like am i you know i can notice like oh yeah i'm not really visiting the a's or the the d's in in this world you know i've only i've been noticing i've only been pulling from this one section which by the way just as an aside you said b was the letter that you have so many of i think mine is like it's so funny i was going to ask you this like in one of our next calls but i think mine is like either m or n and always has been even in cd land i'm like why is this like I can remember like moving because I used to have like probably three times as many CDs as I do now. But uh, I remember moving those boxes and like when when I would put them back in order, when I'd get wherever, I'd be like, why do I? Why is this the letter? Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> why is this the one? But um, but it's just been interesting, and it's not a right or wrong way, obviously, about it. But like, it's just interesting to see like what you pull when it's not like you said when it's out of sight out of mind to a degree and you're like i have to go down and grab a thing and bring it up it's it's like i feel like you kind of pull differently when it's not which is weird which doesn't really again that's a rambling thing too it doesn't really mean anything but (laughs) uh well i'm glad you said the out of sight out of mind thing because the whole reason you brought that up about the speakers was now that they're out of the room i hardly ever think about them Right, right. And it's the same thing with, you know, I just said, uh, it's kind of the tip of the hat. Uh, I had three times more CDs. I remember taking a giant, like, 
uh, one of those like moving file boxes yeah. and loading it up with a bunch of CDs and taking it to might have been Phonolux and just plopping it like I didn't even call them ahead of time or anything. Yeah. It's just like here you go, and the guy's like, "This is going to be a minute." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I know," and he's like all right uh just look around i guess i was like yeah "Yeah, it's fine whatever you know but like literally like i couldn't tell you now you know i couldn't tell you what half of those records were i don't i don't remember what they were i mean i know it was years ago but even probably five minutes later i was like i don't know what i just sold i just know i sold a bunch but so it's like i think sometimes you know part of this is how we weirdly to get really psychoanalyzing but how we weirdly like bring it frazier bring it it. (laughs) how we weirdly attach like meaning or value to like certain things that don't really have they don't really have any but we like create it in our heads like man if i get rid of that i don't know if i'm ever gonna find it again even though there's like yeah probably (laughs) six million of whatever that is floating out there somewhere and if you really want it you can find it like yep you know, I don't, I mean, yeah, it's that same thing that we all go through when you're at the, you're at the store and you're like, or when we can go to the record shops again and you can, you, you find that thing and you're like, I already got like six things in my hands. Like, oh, but man, this thing. And if I don't get this, then somebody else is going to get it. And then I won't yeah. have it. And oh, do I get it? Do I not get it? And then you, you know, you lose your mind for about four and a half minutes and then you're like, I can probably leave it and it's fine. <laughs> it's totally okay. And well, that, yeah, it fine. is. And it will be, and it always will be. And, you know, it's not a big, it's, it's never like a, never as big a deal. I think as we like, as that moment of trying to yeah. let it go would make if, you think it is. <laughs> if, if Marie Kondo were listening to this, she would, she would just be, uh, la- laughing like right. crazy, you know. Um, but, but I, I think, uh, I think the other thing too is I, I, you know, going back to the out of sight, out of mind thing. So I had, uh, I think I told the story in the podcast where I, I bought that Prince, um, forty five box set, right. and I spent a hundred dollars yes. on it. And I was like, this is so dumb. like when it arrived to my house, I was like, what is wrong <laughs> with me? And I, I like, and and. You know, I sat there and I stared at it and I was like, I'm just going to set this to the side. I'm not going to open it. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going right. to I'm just going to pretend like I didn't buy it for now. And then like that next week I had to go get a crown and they're like, that's three hundred dollars. And I was like, oh, man. And so I paid it and I got home and all I could see was that stupid Prince box set. <laughs> and so I looked it up on Discogs and they're all at five hundred dollars or something. And there was only right. they only made nine one thousand nine hundred eighty four of them or whatever. So, yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to put this up on Discogs for $300 because that's what my crown was. And if it sells, it was meant to be. If not, you know, it'll just sit there and I'll still have it, you know? Right. And uh, some guy bought it within an hour at $300 in Paris. Right. You know, and here's the thing. I was going through my Discogs tonight, kind of just looking at everything. And I stumbled on that guy's review because he left me this really nice review. Like, this is the most expensive thing I'd ever bought. And, you know, turned out right. really great, you know, and all that stuff. And I was like... Oh yeah, I forgot I sold that, which means I forgot right. I had it. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. I forgot that it was ever in my possession anyway, and that chances are I'll never. I would only even think about it if I saw it probably somewhere and be like, "Oh yeah, I right. remember that." And but for me, I almost enjoy the story of selling it more for right. 
you know, to pay off right. a crown. I always make the joke like I sold a prince to, to buy a crown. Right. But, you know, it's <laughs> stupid dad jokes like that that I, I think I'd rather have. You know, it was never my intent to flip it. You know, I was just like, right. I had just sort of freaked out. I actually have the double LP version, which sounds great. And I love it. Sign yeah. times. But it, it is. It's just sort of that thing. Like, here's another thing I was going through when I was putting records back. Like Hall of Notes H2O falls out, and I'm like, why oh. do I have this? <laughs> this is a sweaty one, right? Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, I think it was like, <laughs> I think I probably bought it in a stack of like thrift store records, and then got home and I was like, oh wait, nobody buys this record. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, cool, yes. I'll just keep it because, hey, you know, maybe you know, I, I do this a lot. Like I'm like, you know, someday I'm probably gonna have to DJ like an '80s party, and I'm gonna right. an eater, and I'll have right. it. Well, guess what? Right. I also have uh, Maneater on forty-five. <laughs> so, I was about to say, is that the is that that's Maneater? I think Maneater's on there. And uh, see the Family Man notes, on there. They spread. They. I don't know. The problem with Hall Notes is that they spread all their. They spread right. like it's like one song per album. Right. <laughs> and it's like uh, right. I'm not gonna listen to all these other songs. Sorry. Right. We're gonna. And we're so gonna... I was like, okay. <laughs> Some of those get a little bit easier, right? Where I'm like, okay, right. well, maybe I can set these aside. You know, I mean, I'm not going to make a lot of money off of it, but, you know, like, you know, just put it up in Discogs and see if somebody buys it. And if anything, it just gives me some real estate to slot some other things back. But, like, um, uh, it's it's like a thing. And, and I know it's so dumb to be just going on and on about it, but, like, there's got to be... Like a method to the madness. Do you know what I mean? Or else right. it's just, it is that. It's just madness. And, uh, and, and, and I could, I guess, so here's my other thing that, that I've told you I had two things and I, yep. this is now the third. But like, so I put <laughs> myself on a, like, no, like, I'm not buying any records in January. Right. And, right. um, because, it, and I've already messed up once, but for good reason. And I'll tell you right. about it. But like, I, uh, I was like, I'm just not going to buy anything because I don't have any, like, I have three boxes that I've got to figure out where to put. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. And that's not counting the crates of the collection I bought that's sitting around. So, right. You know, I've also got all these that I've, you know, spent a lot of time going through and sorting and, you know, and selling and they are selling. And so it's great, but yeah. like, I've still got, what happens is I'll go to the store and I'll come home and I'll have like half of half a crate of records. You know what I mean? And I'm right. like, uh, where are these going to go? You know? Right. And I'm like, cool. I'll just set them over here. And the next thing you get the creep, you know what I mean? Like it all starts yep. creeping out. But, yep. um, <laughs> and then you're like, Oh no. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just not going to buy any records in January. Like, which basically means I'm not going to go to any record stores because I'm just so weak for it. Like I walk in and I'm like, I'll just get this one thing. And then like <laughs> $300 later, I'm like, oh, that's dumb. Now I will say this. It's not just you too. It's not just you. No, I know. <laughs> I have gotten to an interesting spot in my sort of music buying habits where i sort of i i i've everything that i'm talking about at the beginning of this call i sort of do it in practice which is i know i went like in december i went in to get like you know my sons a couple records that they right. wanted they each wanted one record and then i ended up buying myself like six which is so selfish but i just did it <laughs> 
And I was like, this is so dumb, but I did it, right? Right. And I got home, and I was like, that's so stupid. And the first thing I did was I just went through, I did a real quick survey of, like, stuff I had bought recently that I just did either didn't like, I knew I wasn't going to listen to. I got, I bought this Black Crows album that I didn't, oh, like, yeah. I don't even know what it was. I never even opened it. So I just put it on Discogs for, like, 60 bucks or whatever. <laughs> but, like, basically what happened is I was like, this is so dumb. I have to pay, you know, I got to pay this back. And right. and that's what I did. I, I basically went through and I found enough to sell to, to pay for the new things. Do you know what I mean? You, you paid your guilt away. I paid my guilt away. <laughs> so sometimes I sort of do that anyway. But right. that doesn't always necessarily solve the space issue when you're already kind of out of space, you know? So Right. So there's yeah. that. So some of this stuff is sort of in, in a mild form of practice, but I guess it's just like the, 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 I guess the reason I'm saying a lot of all this is because you, it just happens so fast where right. all of a sudden you're like, oh man, like I'm out of room. And like, right. The obvious thing to say is, well, I just need to get more storage. Right. But, it's not always does, possible. It's not always possible. <laughs> and does it make sense to just go buy more storage and keep right. adding it up? Because, you know, in a couple of years, Cash, see, this is where I've got to really start thinking because in a couple of years, Cash Hayden could be moving out for college and right. moving on. And then I've got a lot of space. <laughs> right. And that's, that's where the slope gets really <laughs> slippery. <laughs> and the next thing you know, every spare bedroom has a has shelves of records and right. you know and, and all of that. So um it's it's like a weird glimpse into the future of like a like a right. like a scare, like a, like a, yep. Ooh, I don't like that, you know. <laughs> right. Well it's also that thing of like and I think this is probably kinda hopefully cuts to the part of the whole thing is like because i was when we talked about talking about this um because believe it or not fair listeners we actually do somewhat plan what we're going to say um <laughs> uh if it goes like that is a different story but we do we do try and plan it out yeah. um we i think what's the best way to phrase this i guess no matter like it, when you when you undertake because this is really it is an undertaking because of the amount of space that the object of a record takes up. Yeah. Like it's always the problem. You hear everybody who has ever had a record collection of any size be like, yeah, it was great. I just either ran out of room or, uh, I couldn't justify the space or, you know, after I moved them two or three times, I was like, screw this. I'm not doing this anymore. (laughs) You know, whatever. Um, I think no matter what, like you, no matter how much planning you put into like, all right, here is my space for these things to go. Like, like we got this big, like you've seen it. We got the big tall Calyx guy, which is like a multiple things shelf. It's not just records. Now it is mainly records because I have taken it over. (laughs) For that. Because it's space to put records in, so you went and bought the records to put them in. That's my correct. <laughs> and but it's like even when we when we got this, it was like you know you don't have to cram them in because you got space. Like yeah, it's cool. Yeah. yeah, and then you're like, oh god, I'm cramming them in because I'm running out of space. <laughs> but you're like, no matter the lesson here is like no matter how much you plan for it, 
I don't think it ever you can ever really unless you just had like a house that was built for record collecting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um if you cuz if you get into this world usually it's because you're a big enough fan of the music that you're always looking for a thing. And yeah. I think that's probably what we're kind of getting at is that we're always looking for the thing. So like right now for you, it's, you know, the jazz is, is a big, it's a big part of the musical uh, appetite, if you will. And, uh, you know, maybe at one point it wasn't and it was something else and everything, including like your system was probably uh, directed at whatever it was at that point, if it was hip hop at one point or like, early on you know more indie or punk or whatever uh and it's everything is is kind (laughs) of is skewed in that way in which you're like you're doing it at in that moment and i think (laughs) no matter how you plan it because you have that appetite because you have the desire to like find out about a new thing or like go down a rabbit hole or 200 rabbit holes as is usually the case uh you can always outgrow the space allotted for the thing yeah yeah. i'm sure with anybody who collects again anybody who collects anything does this you know if i'm i collect tiny little matchbox cars i've got 10 billion of them all over the place you know and you're like, how would that ever happen? And then you go home and look at your record collection. You're like, oh, yeah, that's how that happens. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, but it's also like, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's it's hard because, again, there's just so much. There's so much out there to find. Again, <laughs> if you like if you like the thing. Or you love the thing, which uh, I feel like it's safe to say we both really love music. So, like, you know, we can probably point to any one point already in in our calls where we both pointed to like different things that, like, man, I'm I've really gone into this African music phase, and now I've got like a hundred records of you know varying uh, ages of different types and genres of African music. And da, da, da. Yeah. I never had that before. I didn't have that in my cd world i didn't have it in any other musical collection but i have it now and i may not go back to that i may only ever have those but i had it and it was a thing and so now that takes up a spot <laughs> and it's like you know the other day i was like am i gonna really listen to all that and it's like i know <laughs> i think i might you know i think i might but again then you get to the whole you know you get to the whole question of like sheerly sheerly that's not a word uh purely logistical madness which is do i have enough hours in the day yeah i know to like even and i think you touched on this with the uh the prince seven inch thing originally it's like when you look at getting up and flipping every seven inch (laughs) you're like man am i gonna do that like no i'm not gonna do that like why would i do that you know yeah yeah. It's the same thing of like, you know, sometimes I look at it and I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> if all of these are only, you know, roughly an hour long, like, do I have that many hours? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, is that a thing? Like, am I going to be able to do that? 
Well, and that's what I that's what I posted after I bought the not the nine disc Tom Petty set or whatever. I just right. posted a photo holding it like, oh wait, I just calculated how long it's gonna take right. to listen to this. It's right. a day. What it's a day? full day just for one <laughs> just not for even one just box not even it. right, not even one artist's work. It's one artist, one album. Like <laughs> you're like, oh, I have to sit so there for stupid. twenty-four hours just listening. <laughs> To Tom Petty, which is not a bad way to go about your day, but it's a lot. If if one has said day to to spend, correct, <laughs> correct. Which you know, I mean, at the most, like on a you know, as it stands right now, like on a Monday and a Tuesday, or my off days at work, you know, like I'll put I'll play music most of the day. Like I'll have you know, I'll just keep putting stuff on. Um, but at a point, you know, like Ozzy comes home from school, he wants to watch TV or whatever. It's like, it's kind of maddening. Cause you know, you you don't want to war, have this warring thing yeah. going on. It's like, am yeah. I even listening to this? Because you know, there's PJ masks or whatever is going on on the, on the TV. Um, but yeah, it's like, I, you know, I feel the same way. Sometimes I look at like, Oh, I got this amazing Coltrane box set. It's like, so I had to like, at one point I was like, you know what, if that's going to stay, I have to listen to it. <laughs> so I like, I ripped the thing out and I was like, all right, here we go. All of Coltrane's Atlantic <laughs> records. Here we go. One after the other, just bam, bam, bam. I was yep. like, you got it boss. So yep. now you're going to have to listen to it. But yeah. am I going to do that again? I don't know. So every know. couple of days I look at it, I'm like, mm. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, my favorite thing about John Coltrane is always being like, am I, am I really going to listen to Ascension? Probably not. But did I find it in a record store and happily buy it? Yes. Right. Am I keeping right. it? I am. You know what I mean? Right. It's like exactly. weird things like that, you know, but that's why like, and also too, like when you're a record collector and you know, people like, like I know you and you right. send me probably 20 things a day. You know right. what I mean? It's like, boom, this record, boom, this record. And I get that from like every other person record right. that I know. I'm even like staying off social media right now because I'm right. just like, I'm not even going to be on like Instagram and, and right. like, I'm trying to keep myself away from being inundated by all the things right. that are going to come out because again, I'm so weak and I let one slip, which is like, I'm still, I get the band camp notifications and right. uh, the new, you know, which I knew I was like, I had already said to myself, there's one album that I'm going to order. If they, if it gets, if it comes out, if I can pre-order it, I'm going to just do it in January. And I sold a ton of records this weekend. So it's like, I'm just using yep. that money, but like, it's basically the Mad Lib record yep. that uh, Fortet, the guy Fortet's like remixed. And I've just been, yep eyeing it and i'm like it's gonna go fast and so you know as soon as it popped up and that one came up on Bandcamp where i like woke up and there was a notification i was like sweet and i just ordered it and like it was i pre-ordered it today too (laughs) yeah and so for me it's like though um you know uh but you know um i've got uh, so i so i'm kind of trying to stay off those things too and just kind of like and, and again some of it is too do you take take time away from okay so 
everyone has shiny new object syndrome. Like, I don't care who you right. are, even if you're like, oh, right. uh, I'm, I've been working in this career for two years, but this one over here looks cool. I'll go do that. And then you bounce right. around, you know, like everyone right. has it in some form, cars, houses, whatever. So if it's for records, like if it's just like, ooh, that new record came out. Ooh, that new record came out. Ooh, that new right. record came out. And then like a lot of the stuff I was going through that I bought last year, I was like, wow, I probably gave that one, maybe two good listens. You know what right. I mean? And right. never went back to it because not that I didn't necessarily like it, but I just always had stuff coming in. Do you know what I mean? And so yeah. it's that feeling of like spending time with what you have versus constantly bringing stuff <clears throat> in that will right. always be. And that's been, I mean, that's been, but look, I'm the guy that will buy five books at a bookstore. Do you know what I mean? I'm right. like, yeah, these are awesome. You know what I mean? And then I'm right. like, I mean, I had three show up. I I knew I was going to try to not do anything in January. So I just had a bunch of stuff show up, like ordered it in December. I had it show up in January. <laughs> I had like three right. books show up the other day. I was like, all right, I got to get done reading. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, like the, uh, and also I have to have books like lined up. Like if I'm like, I'm not going to be on social media a lot, then I have to have a plan right. for like what I'm going to do with that time. But um, which has mostly just been listing records on Discogs per this conversation. But right. <laughs> um, but I, I but but it's it's uh, I think another thing for me is and and this is going to kind of like it, it's so crazy that I've like come up with these tips for myself. But like right. the other thing that I do is I'll go in a record store and I'll be like, all right, because so. I, you know, without getting too lost into the like classic rock type rabbit hole thing here, but like, yep. but also still going back to my main point, but like, it's so funny. Like if I'm in like a, a record store and I see like the regular old classic rock stuff, or whatever, I'm like, meh, do you know what I mean? Right. But then if I see like some weird looking, like, what is this? Do you know what yep. I mean? Like, yep. and it's not crazy expensive. I will buy it. And major, <laughs> not the majority, but. Okay, especially like at like thrift stores or like antique right. stores or something, it just seems weird, you know. I'm like, yeah. this is only a couple bucks. I'll buy it, take it home. Well, then next thing I know, I'm listening to like the Brothers Johnson, and I'm like, this isn't really that great. Like, this isn't worth right. take, take. I mean, I enjoy it, but it's not worth taking up that much space. Do you know what I mean? But like, right. I found it for cheap. Those are the ones I'm kind of going back through now and putting up on Discogs, where I sort of like. Right you know, like had a sort of like, Ooh, this looks, I bought a bunch of stuff at Grimey's right before the holiday too. Like it was all like $3 records, like a lot of like ECM type stuff. Do you know what yep. I mean? And like, yep. I'm a sucker for ECM. Like I don't even yeah. put them by the, I just put every, all ECMs and E's because I'll know, right. Oh, it's ECM. I'll go look <laughs> in ECM. Yeah. But, um, but, you know, just, like, things that look weird. I'm like, ooh, that's cool. And then I get at home and listen to it. I'm like, well, that's not quite as cool as it looks. <laughs> right. So one of my other things is I got, like, these gift certificates from work. And, like, uh, there were a couple, I got a couple Apple ones. So I used that to get those AirPod, you know, things from oh, my yeah. ears, which I swore I would never get. But I actually use them for when I go walking, like, to try to get some exercise. Like, I'll plug those nice. in because when I have my cord i always knock it out with my hand because i'm and such an old person that i'm even saying this on a <laughs> podcast call but anyway um so i thought maybe i need to start taking those with me to stores and then when i see that really cool looking thing just take a minute to maybe pull it up on you know see if i can find it on a youtube or streaming right. service or whatever and just be like 
am I right or am I wrong on this? Because I've been wrong probably a lot more than I've been right in, in right. terms of something just looking cool. And then you get it home and you're like, wow, that was not really cool yeah. at all. That was the opposite of what I wanted. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and when when you're dabbling in like, uh, whether it be like ambient or jazz or sort of like, you know, new age kind of stuff, when you're just kind of like, I want to hear something weird that's out there. Like right. I bought, I bought this one, and it's like Iris Stein and somebody else, and I thought it looked cool, and I grabbed it. Well, it's <laughs> piano, it's solo piano. It's not even solo. It's a piano and a clarinet, and yeah. it's on Wyndham Hill. And I was like, uh, this may be kind of new agey, right? Yeah. And I listened to it, and I'm like, this is not good. <laughs> and it's not that it's bad. It's just that it's like kind of elevator. Not, yeah, it's kind of yeah. And right. I was like. All right, that one's going on Discogs. See you know what I mean? But like that right. was in the perfect moment for me. But like, this looks cool, and then listen to it and be like, yeah, I don't need this. <laughs> like, yep. it's not as cool as it looks. So that's right. gonna kind of be one of my other tactics, especially for you know thrift stores and such. Because I, you know, when it's a dollar, you're like, I'll just risk it, you know. But the right. next thing you know, you've got two crates of risks that you're like, why right. do you risk these? You know, because <laughs> even record stores don't want them. That's how they were in the thrift store in the first place. So. Right. I mean, that's the thing is like, I, you know, that's the thing I miss, I think about not, it's not the only thing, but it's one of the things I miss about the record store experience to a degree is that, yeah, you know, getting down on, on your hands and knees and like really digging for things and like their dollar bins or whatever, like, you know, it's it's fun because sometimes you find something ridiculous in there. You're just like, yep. why why is this a dollar here and it's like thirty dollars everywhere else? And then you look at it and it's like not beat up. It's not crazy. It's like, all right, I guess they just need to move it or they have like too many of them or whatever. But yeah. you know, it's it's fun and like you said, it's easier to try things when it's a dollar or two dollars or whatever than it is when it's like everything I got was like $15 and up because <laughs> they just had like all the rolling stones I ever wanted or whatever. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a, yeah. that's a great example, by the way, of a whole like half of a cube that I'm like, <laughs> I don't ever listen to these rolling stones records. Why the heck do I have them? And right. I know I have them as I inherited a lot of them and I think right. that's great, but I'm like, yeah, maybe it's time to let some of those go. And this goes back to what I was saying earlier. Like, if I'm like, you know what would sound great? Like, the Rolling Stones, which, again, I've never right. said in my entire life. But if I were <laughs> to, I could just pull it up and, like, stream it. You know what I mean? And get right. that and get that Jones out of my system. And, right. uh, you know, and then and, and move those on to somebody that's going to listen to them a little bit more. Because I do right. think there is a certain sense of you know, selfish, you know, selfishness slash hoarding where, you know, you're, you're, you're keeping them from being played by other people, which I know they're just right. inanimate objects, but you know, it's like, if that brings someone else joy, but it's not right. bringing me joy to go to the Marie Kondo thing. Like, is it, <clears throat> right. is it even fair or right for me to be holding on to it? Like I told you, I can get really existential about this stuff. No, but it's like, true. I'm serious. Like, I think like, like, the the idea of like collectors and like i just think it's like a fascinating subject and i you know yeah. I, maybe somebody's done like a deep dive on it but but he, okay so we you know um we you know uh <laughs> uh we we didn't feel great for a couple of weeks and i was watching a lot of uh 
like American pickers. Cause I, right. I, I just, I don't know. I just enjoy it. And, um, and you know, you know, there's like that one guy, I think Frank, and it's like, he collects oil cans. Do you know what I mean? Right. I'm like, where does he put all those oil cans? And like, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like that's his thing. And I think it's so awesome, right. but it's like, where does he put them? Like, how are they displayed? Like, does he have just right. a storage? Does he have a whole storage, you know, like separate storage yeah. building full of cans? Do you know what I mean? Like, does he rotate right. them in and out? Like, does he just invite people over to see them? Like, what is, how does this work? And like, yeah. Um, and that like is sort of uh, you know it again it comes back to like you know with with the records it's like if I'm just sitting on all these like should I should I be circulating those around and then because then too I can use that money to go buy the new things that I want you know what I mean like right it's sort of self fulfilling prophecy if you will right it's like and you know but if you've got enough. This is what I think is interesting. Like if you've got a big enough collection that you can sell off what you're not really that interested in and help buy, I think that's good. I did talk to someone a couple years ago at a store that I really liked in Ohio. And I, 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 you know, I said to him, I was like, man, you guys have the great, you have such great stuff. And, you know, one of the things he said is he was like, well, we've got a pretty regular, a group of regular customers that just sort of like bring stuff back in for credit and i was like oh like i don't ever think to do that probably because every time i go take it in for credit i'm thinking i could have gotten so much more if i just been patient sold it you know what i mean right uh especially now but um but you know they uh and, and so i think that there are plenty of people that may have this sort of existential crisis that i'm going through knocked out by just saying yeah, I didn't really listen to those. Do you know what I mean? And it's right. like, here's a great example. I bought the new Strokes album and I listened to it twice. And I don't even, <laughs> I didn't even know I had it until I stumbled <laughs> on it. And you want to know why? Because the, the stupid idiots, the way they packaged it, it's in this like slim little like, uh, like plastic thing that they screen uh, printed on, which is kind of cool, but it has zero spine for it. Zero right. spine. Right. So when it's in your shelf right. you can't see it and so when you're scanning what could kind of be cool to listen to you don't see it and that's what right. it felt it kind of like i moved a record and it was like what is this and i was like <laughs> oh it's that strokes record i didn't even you know what i mean like am i gonna listen to that again right well so, i think i think and this is probably probably getting close to the end here but this is another another point of contemplation is uh also that now that vinyl sales have uh, yet again set records and uh, like actually kind of blown through the roof of what the expectations were for them and all that, uh, you have <clears throat> you now have this world where you have like so many different versions yeah. of the things and you had that with some things before like what were we talking about the other day oh uh led zeppelin records there's like 18 billion versions of of those even before they you got the 18 billion and one version because now you got remasters on top of remaster like and like rolling stones all those classic rock bands basically now are to the point where they've you know reissued this stuff to death and uh differences and all that aside like you know, if you're somebody who's new to 
what that means, what a remaster is, whatever. And you just start looking up, like, should I buy Led Zeppelin 4 or uh, Let It Bleed or whatever, the new one. And you, you, try, you try to find that information online. You're going to get, like, 18 billion different answers, of course. But, like, there's, like, such a world of, like, well you should you should check out this one because it, this guy did it or this guy didn't do it or that guy and this guy did it or one side is this guy's thing and the other yeah. side is that guy's thing like you can like wind up you know driving yourself nuts if you don't know <laughs> that you're probably not going to be able to tell the difference on most of it <laughs> some of it you will and some of yeah. it you'll you know you'll take a shot and you'll buy a 50 dollar copy and you'll get it home and you'll be like that sounds terrible yeah. um but it's like there's so much of that around where it's like there's so there's old version new versions like it's so easy to like double up on things and i don't know where this is going but well, it's just I, you know it's I, just like it's hard to like keep your if you're not watching yourself and like thinking like or like cataloging and discogs or keeping a running tally of everything i mean we've all been there where you buy a thing and then you get home and you're like oh i already had that or yeah it comes in the mail and you're like why did i do that like yeah. you know i bought I'm, what, I, what I buy from you i bought rio from you and then i i oh, bought yeah, rio yeah, like yeah. a month later yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like why did i do this I already had, I met a guy, well, I didn't meet him, I, I, mean, I know him, he came to my yard sale I had, you know, back right. in the fall, and uh, there was a heart record, and he was like, did you know, and he pulled it out, and he started going down all these things, and he was like, and on this right. one, it's this, and on this one, it's this, and it's not, none of it was odd, none of it was audible, it was all right. sort of printing different things, and he was like, I know this because I have like 18 copies of this record, and I was like... <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But like, right. it's all insane. It's all, it doesn't matter. Like, I mean, whatever right. his 18 heart records aren't any more insane than right. me having a strokes record that I don't know that I'll ever. Listen How many to versions yet. of a uh, self-titled band record do you have? Uh, I think I just have two. Okay. Same, yeah. same difference. Like, but if Actually, you see I have three, one, but I need to sell one. It's just kind of beat up. I don't know what to price right. it at. <laughs> but if you see one out, you probably think about getting it, right? <laughs> you see one out, you're like, ooh, that might be a really good one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We all have that one, right? We all have that record. Like, ooh, another Love Supreme. Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> so I've I've gotten to that with jazz on. So my problem is, I was talking to our mutual wonderful good friend josh walker grimey's yep. about this in the, over the holidays and i was like oh i was like because i was telling him about our project and i was like i gotta move all these records and he was like oh man i don't he's like i don't i don't feel for you at all and i was like i was like i know it sucks it's the worst and i'm like and i was you know and i was saying i was like you know it's just like i get caught up and like all this jazz stuff is like now they're all like reissuing it with like right. remixed and mastered from the original tapes and it's like better pressings and all this stuff and i'm like you know all these analog sound or whatever versions yeah. and tone poet and all this stuff yeah and i have to tell you you know if you go buy a really nice stylus it's nice to have a very clean brand new Oof. record yes right and yes. so you're thinking, well, do I pay, you know, $99 for a, 
you know, or a hundred dollars for a, um, for an, you know, an OG press or whatever right. that's been right. listened to for many years, or do I get the $40 like completely remixed remastered where they actually found out there was another trumpet in the room. They didn't know it. And they were actually right. bring it up in the mix or something crazy like that. Right. You know? And then it's like, wow, that's great. You know? And yep. so those are the things that I, I find I'm being drawn more towards. Yes. Just wanting to be like, you know what, if this is like, because I think the phase of, I think, I think the phase of bad digital transfers is over. And so right. I, I think we're not, I, I think now that in the reissue world, especially people can't yes. get away with that unless it's, you know, but look, like, I mean, uh, I shouldn't say this, but like, if you're going to go buy like Billy Joel piano man for $30 reissued and you get a crappy right. digital master, like shame on you. There's, there's right. thou- there's millions of them in the record stores for $6. Right. You just need <laughs> right. to go look. But, right. um, but, you know, but all the stuff that's like really, you know, kind of means a lot to people, I think like they, right. they really do take a lot of effort to make it sound and look as good as possible, which makes right. it tempting. You know what I mean? So, right. I mean, um, but, I but will, I'll tell I will, you that that band sorry. album that I bought, like that was completely remixed. And I was yep. like, this sounds cool. And I bought yep. the Sergeant Pepper's remix and it sounds great. I loved it. And the White Album's remix. And I was like, wow, these are. They're they're using today's technology to really highlight some of the things that we've heard for so many years, but right. but in a, a unique way. And so yeah, those are kind of tempting to buy. But I do find myself listening to those. Do you know what I mean? Um, right. Which is well, I did the same fun. thing. You you brought up the uh, acoustic sounds or whatever. I got without going down this rabbit hole. I got uh, Love Supreme because it's like it's my that's my record. You know, yeah, that's like I my know. one. And I, I got it. I have a vinyl version that's uh, it's still a new copy, but it's noisy. Yeah. And when you, if you know anything about that record, even back in the day when it, the very first pressing, people are like, if you have one of these, you have always been disappointed because <laughs> yeah. it sounds rough. Yeah. Um, it's just noisy. Yeah. And uh, those kids at Acoustic Sounds found, you know, some tape somewhere, and it is literally like hearing it for the first time again. Like, and it's, that's not, that is not like, that is not hyperbole. It is like, literally I put it on. I was like, Oh my God. I think I might even said that out loud. Like what the, cause it was just, it was like, suddenly there you go. Like that's, I remember hearing it in, and not to compare it to a CD or whatever, but I remember hearing it in headphones for the first time and being blown away. And it's because it, it was more like that yep. than the other copy I have, which yeah. is noisy and weird, which is, you know, for being picky is probably closer to the original, but this is, this I have to believe is what they wanted it to sound like, you know? Right. Um, yeah. Which is great. And yes, I think you're absolutely right. I think there was a time when technology was not there and you couldn't get, <laughs> you couldn't get it quite without spending exorbitant amounts of money you couldn't get it to transfer over right or they were just trying to do it on the cheap you know whatever the reason was and now you've got like you said you've got a billion versions of piano men out there that are just fine and then you've got the 30 dollar one that sounds like somebody ran it through a sausage grinder yeah (laughs) i I don't know why i'm picking on billy joel i'm sorry billy Sorry, Billy. Mr. Joel. Love you. That's Love Mr. you, Joel. 
It's Mr. Joel to you. William Joel. Thanks, Bill. I love you. I love you, William Joel. Do you do you ever pull a Billy Joel record out and listen to it? Just as no. this is completely off topic, but no, no. <laughs> okay. No. Uh-uh. Just I don't think I actually even have any. I think that was that was an easy purge for me. Right. I think I have two because they were my mom and dad's. Yeah. And I think the I one wrong that... with it, I just I really don't uh yeah, I mean, after me trying to learn all the lyrics in, like, junior high to We Didn't right. Start the Fire, I was pretty much over it after that. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, what is what it about is those songs on? that try to cram a lot of words that just sort of, like, that, and it's the end of the world, as you know, like, right. you just sort of are drawn to them, even though, we, you know, you're like, this wasn't really the smartest song in the world it's just a lot of words you know right you're just trying to fit all the things like are they hiding something in there i must find it (laughs) is this like national treasure like am i gonna find some secret to the world in that yeah listen if 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 we ever get on a uh if we ever start our movie podcast national treasure has to be one of the first ones that is like a hartley classic in our house absolutely and it was totally like (laughs) i guess we'll try it and then we're like oh that wasn't that bad of a movie and now it's like hey guess what's on tbs national treasure yeah you want to watch it okay (laughs) you of course have seen all of the the lovely memes of from mm-hmm. the madness at the Capitol mm. with him lurking in the back. It was perfect. It was <laughs> so great. That's the greatest thing ever. The first so time I saw it, I was so like, smart. I know where this is going. And yep, yeah. there it is. <laughs> it's so great. Well, that was the best. Uh, so great. So well, I think um I think I've I think I've like rambled on enough about my uh my existential <laughs> space crisis here, but I do think it's nice to talk about it and think about it out loud because as uh i don't want to stop buying records but at the same time you know it's always worth you know i saw someone say something the other day like i have a great collection i'm up to 170 you know 170 records and i was like okay all right well you know and i don't you know if you if you think about what i have a couple thousand maybe i mean i've got nothing compared to some of the great collections out there and Right. And I think the part part of me part of the problem is that I sometimes get a little envious of those, even though I know like sure. kind of what the burden is of it. And so it's that constant, you know, like you get the kind of the angel on one shoulder and the devil on the other, kind of saying like, you know, oh, just go buy them all, and the other one being like, eh, you know, maybe maybe try to get some rid rid of some before you do. And I think that's that's kind of where. For me, it's kind of battling with this idea and thinking about it out loud and, you know, kind of talking about it, this sort of kind of to go back to where we started, the collection versus curation. Do you know what I mean? At what point are you just a collector of everything and um, and not sort of doing the due diligence of curating out what, you know, what you didn't need or or what you didn't like, you know, and uh, it's not always an easy decision to make, but it's it's one worth um one worth uh, looking at and, and doing. I even have to do it with books. Do you know what I mean? I even have right. to be like, oh, yep. you know, like, why am I keeping this book? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, well, I really loved it. You know what I mean? It's like, the only one I ever reread again over and over is Dune. <laughs> right. Right, right. Well, so. I, that's that was the other thing. I don't think I ever touched on that in my head. But it's like, have you ever, I've done this recently a couple of times. Like, have you ever really thought about what? your record collection would look like if you were completely a hundred percent completely honest about the records that you listen to 
the most, and those were the only ones he kept. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think you'd be like two cubes. Right. You would be the 170 record guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. And then yeah, you're like, it, well, then, really then why do I actually, why do I actually have all that? And then you're like, I don't know. And then you turn around and turn off the light and go to bed. <laughs> no, I usually sit down. Okay. I'm going to go through this cube and then I right. start, but I, I right. think, well, no, I really want these David Bazan records and I have to have these Pedro the Lion records. You know what I right. mean? And it's like, right. oh yeah, I really love this. Like, you know, there's some things I grew up with that I, that mean a lot. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, how right. many times do I pull out double nickels on a dime and listen to it all the way through? Not right. much, but I right. love owning that record. Do you know what I mean? Right. And, yep. and, and those are the things that I think matter. And so that's when you got to start going through um, sort of maybe maybe like the common rock i think is a really good term right. that i heard one time where it's like like for instance and i know we're still going on and on but this is another right. great example is in the collection i bought there were like four acdc albums and i was yep. like yes and i've right. never listened to them i've never even thought to pull them out and listen to them and i looked them up the other day and some of them go for stupid money and i'm like right. i just need to sell them do you know what i mean like yep. once when i don't have them i won't have them and i actually have a couple of them on cd because I right. went through a weird ACDC phase, which is happens every like you know seven years or something. You're like I don't right. know, I'm kind of in a weird ACDC thing. Right. And then then it kind of goes back to that thing where it's like, well, cool. I'll just pull that up on a streaming service, or if I still even have the CD, I'll just grab the CD and listen to it on right. there. Do you know what I mean? Yep. And uh, and and maybe make some space for the weirdo, you know cosmic jazz thing or the singer songwriter album that you know you, you know really means a lot more than just having right. something loud to listen to you know so right so. agreed well we've done it right we've solved all our problems uh yeah good work everybody all right <laughs> who gets the game ball you back there I, in the back that's you i do think i at least have some sort of weird game <laughs> game plan which is like i'm trying not to buy anything this month i'm i'm trying to get as much listed as i can to sell some stuff right. off and then uh you know i think as i go shopping i'm gonna try to be a little bit more uh you know maybe uh you know what's the word i'm looking for maybe do a little bit more research uh, in the moment to make sure that a little uh, more frugal if you will yeah, I mean, frugality to me has never really been, uh, you know, I'm more frugal on like, you know, when we go, you know, if, if like for a work dinner, if it's really expensive, I'm like, holy right. cow, like, I don't know, it just tasted like salmon to me. I don't right. know what we just paid for, you know right. what I mean? So, right, right. Um, but then people say that when I come out with a stack of records from someplace else. Sure. But <laughs> yeah, I think, I think my, you know, I looked the other day at, at, time spent listening and and all that and started kind of adding up like i'm probably gonna have to replace this this here stylus sooner rather than later some sometime in the year so like started kind of pumping the brakes on (laughs) everything to save up for that and do the research on that and all that fun stuff and because you can't well, just get the stylus, you got to get all the other stuff, you know, to set it up right and all that fun stuff. So, well, I could go, I could, I could go another hour right here, uh, right. easy off top of my head about, you know, uh, record collectors that spend all their money on records and have horrible gear, which I think we've alluded right. to before, at, maybe right. in a previous podcast. But, um, right, you know, uh, I think that's the other thing. Maybe I'm trying to challenge myself with, um, 
is is finding an interesting sound with the gear I have and what sounds yeah. the best, and then enjoying that more rather than. I definitely know a lot of guys with that kind of have a gear habit, which they're constantly changing speakers or constantly changing turntables. Right. And then they're always right. like, does this sound better? And I'm like, well, how long did you spend with the old system? If it was right. a week, you don't really know what, what's your main core of your system. You know what I mean? Like right. you right. need to define things before you can know what something, when something sounds different, you don't know. It's like, well, right. Well, I changed this, this and this. Well, it's like, okay, well, I don't, you don't really know. And I've been guilty right. of that. And so, right. Yeah. It's like, Oh, maybe I just need to find out what, how, where my system sounds the best. And that can even yep. be with on control knobs, how to, how to get, you know, the best stylus for my budget, right. what records sound best on those. And, and yeah, and then you get comfortable and you're like, this is awesome. This is like yep. the sweet spot. You know what I mean? Yep. And, uh, and you really start to enjoy it, you know? So. Yep. So the game ball went to Billy Joel. Billy Joel gets the game ball. He really gave 110% tonight. That guy. He's been, he was, he's been hitting he, the weights extra hard this week. He's been yelling at us from the sidelines, <laughs> encouraging been, us on the whole time. <laughs> yeah, he's been, he's been really screaming from behind the nylon curtain. That guy. <laughs> really been doing it he i think he in fact started the fire tonight that guy <laughs> he did all right buddy well um we'll uh, we'll get into our next crisis on the next call absolutely we'll solve everyone's right. problems <laughs> see ya bye